Hi, it's Jamie, progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie, it's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, Trailblazers. How is it going today? Let me tell you guys, I am so happy to be on this podcast today because there, this this topic is something I've been wanting to talk to you guys for a very long time. So it's about two weeks, week almost two weeks since I returned from Ghana. So I can't wait to dive into this topic. But before all that goodness, let's talk about being grateful. So uh, actually, this guess this can also be part of the that's hmm, that was good to know segment that I implement on some of the episodes. So I like to write down what I'm grateful for. Sometimes I like to talk it out, talk about it out loud. But recently I had discovered on my iPhone that you can lock your notes. Yes, you can put a password on your notes. And I thought this was really cool because I would write about the dreams I would have, and they're pretty private. And I would think, oh, man, like what if, I lend my phone, not that I lend my phone out often, but sometimes, you know, people, you're in a car with someone and they need direction, so you will put your phone on the the, uh, the mount or whatever, your friend will look at a picture and their fingers just so happen to accidentally go somewhere else. Ha ha, he he. But uh, <laughs> I would think, oh man, I had this dream and I don't want people, you know, some people to see it. But then, thanks to the iOS update, now we can lock the notes section, certain notes in our phones. And you can unlock it with just your thumbprint. Very cool. So I decided to write down some things I'm grateful for when I have a spur of the moment, a hit. For example, when I'm walking in the morning and the air is crisp and the wind's blowing just ever so gently across my face and the sun is coming up so the sky is just multicolored and pink and orange well it'll be blue first dark blue but as the sun comes up it's all like the lower chakra colors and it's just beautiful and the birds will be chirping or a squirrel will run by hear the ruffling of the leaves and how I had this spur of the moment sense of overwhelming gratitude that I get to dive into all these senses and I'm by myself with nature, even though I'm in a city, but I'm just experiencing all this nature at one time. And I thought, oh man, I would love to write this down really quickly. And so I urge you to, when you have a spur, a a hit of 
overwhelming gratitude to write it down quickly. Don't think about it. Just write it down. So if you are someone, and I'm not going to make fun of you, but if you're someone who does not have an iPhone, <laughs> you can have a little notebook with you and write that down. Um, I don't know if you can lock uh, something in your non-iPhone phone, but you can try. I, I don't know anything about that. But uh, just write it down, give it a try, and just and embrace that part. Just the spur of the moment gratitude. Just, you know, as it hits you. Even if you're having a cup of coffee with your friend and you're just looking at her like, man, she's just such an awesome woman. Let me just write down that I'm grateful to be surrounded by this awesome woman. Or you're looking into your, you know, your man. You're like, oh, man, he's such a nice manly man, and, you know, he's awesome. Let me write down that my man is awesome, and I'm so thankful for him. So, you know, stuff like that. And then you can lock it. All you got to do is just follow the settings in your iPhone, and you can lock it. And then when you want to be reminded of uh the, the gratitude that you experience in life, you can unlock it and look at it. So for today's episode, if you want your voice to be known, if you want to have a little follow-up session, you can do it a couple of ways. One is to visit my Instagram page by going to Tia underscore Johnson underscore. There will be a post there with the description, new podcast episode alert. And you can post your comment there, or you can just send me an email to podcast at com. So this is the last episode of November, guys, the last episode. And this episode was actually going to be a bonus episode, but when I came back home, I got sick. Go figure. We're going to talk about all of that and some. So uh, right before I dive into that, don't forget my resource page is up. So I have a list of tools I use in my business uh, to help me out, even to um, help me with the podcast, you know, all that jazz. So you can go to tiamariejohnson.com and check out uh, the resource page there that lists even other podcasts that I listen to and um, uh, social media tools I use, you know, all that jazz. Check it out. So empowering women. Uh, entrepreneurs in Ghana. Uh, so I went on a volunteer mission with eight other women to help women entrepreneurs in the areas of empowerment, finance, business planning, self-care. Um, uh, there was another woman there who helped with the workout, you know, sessions. So we were there for 10 days and we stayed in a hotel uh, close to the city. So we were in Accra and then, uh, and then we went to the Cape Coast. So that was really interesting. Um, and it's funny because just going, and I talked about this a couple of newsletters ago, just going there um, was uh, was interesting. So I had to get a yellow fever vaccination, and <laughs> that was not easy to find. You had to go to a travel clinic so or, or, you know, a place that happens to have the yellow fever vaccine. So I called Walgreens. They were on back order until 2018. And so I actually went on the CDC website, and I ended up finding, um, I think it was a Rite Aid uh, nearby, and I, I went there. The price was $250. And, you know, it's interesting because that just seems like uh, a stepping stone to getting where I, I need to be to help the women. You know, that could have easily been a, what? Forget that, you know. <laughs> 
But I just I had the mission in sight, and it's it, it reminds me of when people ask me how do I do what I do when I when they ask me what what's a typical day of Tia, and I explain to them, and they say, wait, what? And I say, well, because I, I have the overall sight in mind, I know how I want to live the rest of my life, and I, I just know that vision. So, um, you know, my friend helped me. She was calling places. I was calling places. We were pricing the vaccines because you have to pay for a consultation fee and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, just give me the pamphlet. I read it myself, you know. <laughs> but I had to get the yellow fever shot because I won't, I won't be able to get a visa unless I had that, and I couldn't get the vaccination until I was roughly three weeks out from the trip, so I had to get the visa right the first time. Okay, and even with that, uh, so I got all my paperwork together. I mean, the vaccination, I got hepatitis A shot. I even got my flu shot. I got malaria pills. I got pills for, uh, like, a whole bunch of other things. I was loaded up. I was a walking Rite Aid, okay? (laughs) I got my yellow feeble card, and for those of you who don't know, the card looks like the old school um, when we used to have pictures in the wallet, and it kind of just folds out that way. It's like that. So I got the card. I had my visa application printed. Uh, I had my passport. I had uh, my itinerary. I had everything. It was a lot of paperwork. The one thing I missed was uh, a return address envelope. I rushed delivery to the consulate in Washington, D.C., and I got nervous. Okay, we're about now two weeks out, maybe like a week and a half out. And I'm thinking, I don't have my visa. And I called the consulate, and that's when they let me know I didn't have the return address uh, envelope. And I'm thinking to myself, how in the heck could I have missed that? Anyway... It's all good, okay? I, I send them an electronic. My friends said, ask if you can send an electronic, you know, uh, um, a label to them. And I did that. It was all good. And I got it like a day later. And like days before I left, I got the visa, Whew. okay? <laughs> Hop in a plane. We left from JFK, um, caught Turkish Airlines, and shot out to Turkish Airlines. They took care of us, guys. I left with my friends. Um, we took a shuttle from Philly to JFK, which was still cheaper than leaving from Philly. Go figure. So we took a shuttle to JFK, called Turkish Airlines. They gave us a hot towel, guys. So we flew um, from JFK to Istanbul and from Istanbul to Accra. Hot towel, slippers, a towel, I'm sorry, not a towel, blanket, a pillow, headphones. All, I mean, the worst. The food was amazing, guys, amazing. So we had a, it took us about 24 hours to get to a crowd. We had an eight-hour layover, 17 hours on flight, a little over a day. But it was amazing because we were on Turkish Airlines. So my friend and I got off the plane feeling like a million bucks. Sleep, it was amazing. So anyway, we get to Accra, and I, I ate some of the local food. So each day we had stuff planned. Um, I had tried Banku, which is like a dinner roll, but it's really doughy. Um, It was too doughy for me, but I had the soup that went with it. That was amazing, very spicy. I absolutely loved it. And that's one thing I do uh, make a point to do is to try some of the local foods. Even if I don't like it, I just respectfully decline to eat more. Um, You know, I just push the the bread back a little bit, 
and I ate the rest of the food. Um, I had goat that was good. It tastes a little, it tastes like chicken, but a little bit tougher. I had the jollof rice. I had the plantains, uh, and it, I'm used to eating the Brazilian plant. When I go to the Brazilian steakhouse, I would eat the plantains there, which are sweet. These plantains were spicy, all good. I had a great time. Um, the clubs were amazing. So now we had our fun. Now it's time to get to the women. So the group of women and I spoke at Guyway, G-A-W-E, which is the Ghana Association of Women Entrepreneurs. So these women are entrepreneurs uh, in the fields of provisions, uh, baby products like Pampers, feminine products. So a lot of women don't have tampons and things like that, so they had to make actual uh, products for them. Um, secondhand clothing stores, some of them have wine and spirit uh, stores. Um, some of them actually make clothes, very service-oriented product, uh, a combination of product base, but, you know, they're really serving people with the secondhand stores. Uh, we went to some of the women's um, uh, stores where they were beauticians, uh, some of them did nails, lots of massages. So very interesting. And the women there, which I really loved, is that they knew exactly what they needed. They just needed someone to train them. And what I have explained to people is it's like having a computer, but you just need someone to teach you how to use Microsoft Word, Microsoft Excel. And, uh, but the resources there are limited. So it was very humbling to help the women there. And, you know, they get up early in the morning. Um, and by women, I don't mean the entire country of Ghana. I mean, and Accra, the women who we talked to, this was some of the problems they were experiencing is that they needed to be trained. So I don't want you to think when I say Accra that I mean like the entire country Ghana because um, there are a lot of places where they are doing very well and in other places where they aren't, just like anywhere else. And so uh, I had helped the women with how to honor and recenter yourselves because a lot of the women, an overwhelmingly amount of women were the breadwinners, their husbands were sick, they had a lot of children. So they need to figure out how can they prevent themselves from being burnt out. So that was one. And, and I had them uh, do things like create their credo. And I had learned that back in school when I went to LaSalle University for my undergrad, where a representative from Johnson & Johnson came in, and she helped them, and she explained what the Johnson & Johnson credo was. So I helped the women develop their sets of rules and principles that helped them stay aligned. So if they um, were feeling like they, they were going to become burnt out, that they were just fed up with something, what was it that they were missing that they're not doing? And they need to start doing again to bring them back to recentering themselves. So that was the second half of the honoring and recentering yourself. The next day, I talked about business planning, and I started from ground zero with building your your network of support. So a lot of the women there had kids ranging from very young infants to 16, 17 years old, but some of the children needed to be watched. So I asked, well, who has a daycare center? Who are the people who you trust who can at least watch your children? So just something so that way they can figure out what they can delegate, okay, who they can trust because we had to have that trust factor, but who can they trust to help them with X, Y, Z? 
Okay, so I had the women that day stand up, ask me questions, tell me their problems, you know, et cetera. And, and so we had a powwow session there. Um, the next day I helped them with uh, that conscious or mindful meditation. And so what we did was we focused on the third eye because all entrepreneurs are clairvoyants. Okay, whether you want to say that they're visionary and you're not comfortable with the word clairvoyant, that's what they are. They are clear seers. They have that vision. That's who they are. They are creators. We are creators. Okay, and so I, I wanted them to envision how they want their business to look like going forward for the rest of 2017, 2017 and in 2018 because, as I was saying earlier, for a lot of the women in the room, and we, we spoke to 100 women. So the first day was 75 women, and well, actually, yeah, the first day, yeah, it was close to 100 women. Well, let me see. The first day, well, we were told it was going to be, first I was told it would be 24 women, then 24 became 30, then 30 became 75 women. <laughs> I had printouts, and I didn't have enough. Uh, and then the next day, I want to say it's about 25. And then the next day, yeah, it's about 25. So the rest of the day is about 25 or so women because um, it was during the weekday too. So a lot of them couldn't take off or find people to watch their children. But it was all good. Some of the women were able to come there um, all the days and just like a conference. Sometimes you go to one day, sometimes you go for the, the whole shebang. So that was fine. But by everything, by the time everything was said and done, we spoke to about 100 women. And um, I wanted them to really envision, you know, going forward, their business, and even life to some extent, because we have to go back to the vision. As I said earlier in the show, that's what keeps me going. Even if life gives me a roundhouse kick and I had to get back on the bandwagon, and it may take me a month because I got to, you know, peel back the layers, do my, you know, due diligence. I still get back on. And that's okay as long as you get back on and you don't waste time, you know, just soaking in the woe is me. And by the way, the women, they don't have time for woe is me. This is why in my worksheet I didn't have um, strengths and weaknesses. I had strengths and what can be delegated because I don't look at something you can't do as a weakness. I just look at it as something you can't do. It's just it's not your thing. Why does that have to be a weakness? It's not your thing. So that's what I did. I did uh, – I spoke three times, um, and it was wonderful. And so we, we did like an energy ball with the the conscious meditation. So, you know, with that, we – revved up our energy and you can look at the pictures on Instagram how we did that and women had breakthroughs right there they felt the the breaking up in their arms the energy in their arms and in their back uh even on day one with recentering yourself one woman uh she asked me a very personal question and she had tears in her eyes because no one told her that it was okay to basically be different okay to do things a different way and so it was very enlightening enlightening <laughs> to have that uh, experience. I met a woman, uh, and I, I want to tell you about this, and I wrote about her in a newsletter and on Instagram. So if you want to see her work, head over to Tia underscore Johnson underscore. 
So one of the days when I was saying earlier that we went to some of the women's businesses on on site. So one woman was uh, she owned a wine and spirit store. So I purchased wine that's made in Ghana. So I tried to buy. I, not tried did I bought locally. Uh, one woman. It took us two hours to visit this woman. One woman was out in like the boonies of Accra, and we arrived on her property. Pottery everywhere, guys. Just pottery all over the place. Big vases, small vases, pots, plates, everything. Handmade everything all over the place. And so we sit down. We're talking to this woman. I'm a little bit drowsy because I was in a van for two hours. So I tend to fall asleep and I'm on a long car ride. So I'm trying to wake up when she's talking. And I'm looking around at her work and I'm thinking, man, her work looks so familiar. Like I know I had seen this before. I'm turning around. I'm thinking, oh, I hope she lets me buy this. Because <laughs> there was some cool product she had there. And I'm like, oh, I really want this. And so her name is Matilda Amissa. She supplies some of the products to Pair One and Home Goods. Okay. Yes. This is why I was so acquainted with her work, because I probably purchased it in the past. <laughs> and so 60% of her sales, 60 guys, 60% of her sales come from the U.S., and so when she was telling us all this and, you know, how she don't deal with banks, whatever, I asked her a question. I said, do you have a lawyer? Because my first thing is, oh, my gosh, she needs to protect herself, you know. She, she's dealing with huge companies, and she's one woman. And, guys, she laughed at me. And the other people, <laughs> they laughed at me like, lawyer? <laughs> she says, no, I have this. She pointed to her head, and God, she has her wits and God. And I thought, this woman is a boss with a capital B. And, by the way, she has an exporting license, self-taught. Here we are, nine women going to Ghana to teach them about different things, and we're learning. And I always believe that the teacher is the student anyway. The teacher is always the student. You're always learning, okay? You, if you're teaching and you think that you're done, you lost. I was so honored to be in her presence because – I know here in the States, a lot of us think, I need to do one more thing. I need to meet one more person. I got to do this, this, and this, and then I can get started. And then, and then, and then. And here it is. She's like, oh, and by the way, she had all men working for her, honey. Okay. <laughs> all men working for her, her own property, pottery everywhere. And she gave us a sneak peek into the 2018 products. Okay. So, Hands down, amazing woman, self-taught, she got it going on. Now, are there some risks in not dealing with banks, not having a lawyer? There's risks everywhere, okay? It's been working for her, so God bless her, okay? But I thought that was really interesting because there's, there's something about the person who's self-taught. They're hungry. They're like wolves, Okay, and I want us to be hungry like that. I want us to have that insatiable hunger to not just get it done, but to thrive, to just knock it out the ballpark. 60% of her sales come from the U.S. This woman and her small team and Accra, 
okay? And this out in the boonies, ready? I don't even know what animals, I think it was a yak. I mean, out in the boonies, guys. This woman with her team, this one guy makes 25 potteries a day, and he had like a, like a mid-sized base. It, it's crazy. Crazy, I'm telling you, and her party was huge. Go on my Instagram page, you'll see it. Crazy. Okay, so I learned that you just got to do it. You know, get out of your head. Just do it. Okay, just do it. Just do it. All right, it's not going to be easy. Now, we didn't get a chance to talk to her for long, so I don't know how long it took for her to get to where she's at. But she said her only competitor are her, her counterparts in China. That's it. And maybe her counterparts are two people. I don't know, but that's that's really it. That's it. Crazy. So next, we uh, went to Africana Dance Ensemble, where we learned how to play the drums, and we put on a whole show for uh, the community there. We got it done in, I want to say, what, two, three hours? So we, we the, the guy, the head guy there taught us how to uh, bang the drums, and I had so much fun. I, I really wish I had brought home a drum. It, it wouldn't have fit in the, the suitcase, and I didn't want to be involved in paying all that to have it come across the ocean. I was just already nervous because I like to have all my luggage with me. <laughs> That's the thing. So um, we had so much fun. So we, he taught us how to play the drums, and we were on B. And, again, you can look at this on Instagram, and then we put on a whole show. Where we we got we I must have burned so many calories in three hours like enough calories that I don't have to work out until 2018. That's a lie. I'm going back to the gym in December. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> we put on an amazing show, and he did not let up until we got it right. Just when we thought we got it right, and he's like, again, I'm like, I don't. I don't think I like you anymore. <laughs> I just want to go home. I want to go take a shower. I want to go to dinner. And you're interrupting my time because I'm supposed to be eating now, and we're still doing this. But <laughs> in all fairness, it was a great time. And what I learned from that is also, well, number one, there's something very spiritual about beating a drum, okay, and being in rhythm when you're beating a drum. Two, do it till you get it right. Okay, good enough is never, ever good enough. Be great. Don't do it half-baked. You know, don't think, oh, you know, that should suffice. Do it till you get it right. Get started. Refine it. Be flexible. Laugh. Enjoy the process. But do it till you get it right. We also met the first secretary of Canada to Ghana. And that was beautiful, too, because uh, she informed us about. So my question was in regards to a computer center in Accra, because women told me that they had a computer center, but due to lack of funding and maintenance, they no longer have it. And a group of us women got together, we raised funds, and we donated bids to um, – the, the orphanage. We also visited an orphanage, and, and we asked them what they needed. They, they needed feminine products and bids. And they're a, a nice size bid um, was just thirty-five American dollars. I'm thinking to myself, I paid two hundred for mine, and I was just not comfortable with it. I'm thinking, is this bid really that good? That is two hundred dollars, and here it is, just a decent size, comfortable bid for one person, thirty-five dollars. Okay. 
because the dollar is stronger and across against their um their city. That's their currency. And so yeah, group us women got together, we donated our money and got them some bids. And I thought that was really good. And I thought if we could do that, what else can we do? So we talked to the first secretary and I asked her about the possibility of raising funds for a computer center. She informed us that the, the UN has a whole women's division and they're they are working, you know, with them and um and a computer center would be one part of a bigger project. So I said, okay, that's cool. So I would love maybe going forward to be a part of the UN and helping women that way. So we'll see what happens there. We also visit the museum of their first president. Um, so that was very, very interesting. It's really amazing what one person can do. And I I know that so many times we hear stories about one person making a difference, but they do that over the years and sometimes no one listens to them and then finally someone listens to them and they really make headway so you know i i really learned a lot from this trip while yes again i was there with other women to empower women i also left empowered with kind reminders of you know just getting it done being open being more flexible um you know just really understanding that there's a real need out there even if we don't see it there are things that are going on in the world where people do need help and they need guidance okay so um i i thought my trip to ghana was massive just massive and i will definitely be reflecting on this so much more after this episode and my best friend gave me a travel journal and I haven't wrote any yet because I'm still processing everything. So it was it was a very memorable event and I know that the women also gained a lot. So yeah, we we uh they are big on WhatsApp. So it's funny the apps that are popular in different countries. So um the women there were big on Twitter WhatsApp and some of them had Snapchat. So, you know, I'm pretty sure we exchanged emails too, so I'm pretty sure we're gonna be keeping in touch and and um, you know, helping each other. So yeah, that was my story um about empowering women entrepreneurs in Ghana. You know, just keep in mind that whenever you are teaching, you're also learning. Uh, you know, be open, okay. And Colette Van Reed said this many a times, and she says, if you keep doing what you're doing, you're going to keep getting what you got. So focus on doing something different so you can receive something different, okay? It's it's not easy to hop on a plane and go across water, you know, like a whole body of ocean, <laughs> you know? But we have wonderful hosts there who helped us, you know, the guys there, they were our, our hosts. And, you know, it, we just had a very good experience you know they really took great care of us so shout out to our hosts who were very professional and you know showed us the the you know the ins and out of ghana and you know um even at the uh cape coast we went to the slave castle and we had quite the learning experience there so again it was a lot of fun i supported small business when i was there um, supported women when I was there, and like I said, it is something that will go down in the history book. So I urge you, if you have a chance to, <clears throat> you know, travel somewhere uh, that you can also 
learn, not just teach or, you know, go and, you know, experience just the touristy parts, you know, talk to a local, ask them about the politics that go on in the country, ask them about, you know, how they feel about this and that. So just like we went on a beach, uh, the um, the beach was under new management, so it wasn't as um, pretty as it once was. It was still nice, but it just was different now. And so we were talking to some of the locals about that, and a guy was saying, like, yeah, you know, it's under new management, but, you know, we're, we're working on making it better. So, you know, just ask them, what's going on? What's going on? Okay. So that's what I want to leave you with, you know, just, just make that connection because everyone wants to be happy and everyone wants to be successful in their own right and, you know, do good. So, you know, make some time to travel just to learn, okay? So many blessings to you. I hope you have a wonderful day. Be nice to each other, guys, <laughs> okay? Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. I will talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings. Auto parts, but can't get to a store right now? Head to O'ReillyAuto.com. Buy your parts online and pick them up in any of the 5,000 O'Reilly Auto Parts stores nationwide. No shipping costs, easy returns, and convenient pickup on your schedule. Shop your way at O'ReillyAuto.com. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, this is pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.